This is a HeadGum Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm feeling pretty cozy. I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah. It's sweater yeah, weather. It's, it's very fally today. Yes, last night before I went to bed, I, I was sniffing the air, as I usually do before bed, and uh, it reminded me of uh, college. It, it had that, that fall, that crisp fall feeling. Yeah, that reminds you of college? Yeah. Like uh, the hazing like to- for your frat <laughs> when they, you had to go and like sleep on the quad or something. Naked. No, that <clears throat> no, ju- just being naked reminds me of uh, the hazing. Right. Anytime I'm naked in public, that reminds me of the the hazing I endured during uh, Greek Week. Greek Week. Uh, did you ever pledge a fr- fraternity, Tom? Did you consider no, I it? Never. No, I never considered it. I went to like one. So my college had a lot actually didn't have that many frats, I think, compared to like uh, most big schools. Mm -hmm. But it was still a giant. I went to University of Maryland. It's like 30,000 people or at least it was at the time. So it was still a lot. And there Has was it gotten like a bigger ma- or smaller. Are you applying? <laughs> I, I it's gotten smaller, uh, bigger. Yeah. I'm pretty sure because right. it's like built up there. You know, a bunch yeah, of yeah, new yeah. buildings. Um, but there was like a fraternity row, which was I think like 14 frat houses in like a U in like a uh, horseshoe shape. Right. And those were the like official. I think the school owned those houses, but then rented them, leased them to the frats or whatever. The relationship between schools and frats <laughs> never made sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I but guess every I... frat isn't like Animal House, right? Like, No, some are just about, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, killing people, killing freshmen <laughs> by hazing them to death. Yeah, but not every frat's <laughs> like that, right? Some of them just like quietly yeah. drop, you know drugs into people's drinks and uh, they don't make <laughs> don't make a big scene out of it yeah some 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 frats it's like if somebody accidentally dies in their house they'll like call the police instead of like calling you know like the the one guy's dad who's a lawyer first yeah ah, frats i kind of regret not uh not trying to live the frat life you you went to you went to the school in the city though. Uh, did, were there frats there? No, uh, there were like a couple, but like it was uh-huh. very much for like, um, I think um, cool guys, so you couldn't 
they they wouldn't even well, consider I mean, you. No, well, no, I think the the line was it was like the uncool kids. Um, uh-huh. But like it was very much more of like a networking thing. Like it was, like, yeah. There were frats that were set up for like studious people trying to get ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, we had those too. And I don't think, and to this day, like I never would have, even if I went to a school that was very frat heavy, I never would have had the confidence to pledge. I think I would have yeah. just like, I didn't want to deal with rejection, particularly from like a frat to be like, and I didn't don't get want in. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I felt like I would have been like lowering myself to apply or whatever to rush <laughs> Um, and then when they inevitably were just like, no, you're not cool enough. You, you're 18 years old and you have braces because they had to f- f- <laughs> braces on me. Um, but like, uh, then I'd be like, oh, great. I thought I was too cool for it. And it turns out I'm not cool enough. You know, I don't want to yeah. go through that. Right. You, you just skip to the, to the last part where you weren't cool enough. Yeah. It's fine. Um, look, there, there hey. was one. F- yeah. If being uncool isn't cool, <laughs> then guess what? I'm not cool. Yeah, that's what I was saying all along, Tim. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said in the first place. Uh, there was one frat that I went to, like a couple of parties where it, uh, like I had friends who had friends in this frat. And this was like a pretty cool frat because their house wasn't on like the main drag. It was just this like terrible house. And there was hay all over the floor. Well, this... Because like a, a year before they had had like a farm party and they just couldn't get rid of all the hay. All right. <laughs> so that I was like, yeah, I kind of like go-getters. that. Well, hay yeah, on the floor, I, you like that? Yeah, I'd like to live in a house with hay all over the floor. And what was going on at this farm party? Yeah. Who Sheesh. knows? Yeah. Who knows what, what that hay was covering up? Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. Anyway, Tim, I have a, a revelation for you about last week's episode. Okay, last week's episode is about the the monsters. The monsters. Uh, the monsters. I yeah. get confused because it's a family of monsters. Last week, Tim, I almost lost all the files to that. That that episode was almost lost to the to the How? universe. The uh, card I was using, uh, I don't know, got corrupted or something. Sheesh! Did you? What, what me, did you do? Uh, panicked a lot, and it took me maybe like two hours and like a few different programs, and I was able to get the files off. Thank yeah, God! My contract is pay or play, buddy, and I'm not coming I, back I, I to know. to to re-record that episode. I know, and I was thinking, well, maybe I can just remember everything I said, and I can just say it. Oh, I wonder if actually because I had your side of it, mm-hmm. I wonder if like. Worst case scenario, I could have listened to your side and come up with <laughs> like passable things that like I think I would have remembered enough to be like, oh, Tim's shooting this idea down. I must have said something about this. I mean, every time I <laughs> listen, see if anyone noticed. Yeah, like once in a while I'll stumble upon like, oh, here's an episode from 2014. Like, let me see what it mm-hmm. uh, what it what sounds it like. like. Yeah. And I mean that is almost a decade ago, and still, yeah. when you're talking, I'm just like, 
here's how I would respond to that. And it, <laughs> sure enough, that's like, so like, I think it probably wouldn't have even been difficult for you as long as you no. got started. Cause like, oh, this yeah. is just us going back, right? Like, so I think you wouldn't have even had to like try to reverse engineer it. If you just kind of got to a relaxed <laughs> state and just like pretended it was live, you would have just naturally said, it's like, <laughs> Both of us only have like one gear, right? It's not like, oh, I was in an introspective mood that day or like I was particular. Yeah. It's like, nope, you, any day of the week, any time you have a conversation with me, it's going to be the same thing, right? And same yeah. with you. And and, and we're going to say the same things. <laughs> we're, we, we've got a few go-to jokes. You heard one earlier when Tim kept referring to the monsters as the monsters. Yeah. So. We know what we know. And yeah, we I've known the only the same things for at least a decade. Yeah, no, neither of us have learned anything new in that time. No, no, neither of us has experienced anything where we could formulate a new anecdote. Nah, not really. Yeah. You, you yeah. got you got uh uh somebody uh groping you at the airport. Not somebody, a TSA agent in front of uh, training another TSA. You'll you'll dine out on that for the next few years. <laughs> I mean, I've already that happened uh, three weeks ago. I've already used it on the show twice, <laughs> and now's the third time. So, yeah. and tune in next week. We'll be talking about it again. Um, it's but comforting. yeah. May- yeah. Maybe we maybe we should start uh, just recording these episodes asynchronously, and then the the other person they can just listen to it at like double speed, and uh, probably probably you know listen to like I can listen to your end at double speed, and still record mine at single speed. Maybe I'll record mine at double speed too. I don't, and, uh, <laughs> this plan seems a lot more complicated than just <laughs> yeah, talking for an hour. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know what? In hindsight, yeah, I guess maybe we should just keep doing it the way we've been doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this isn't a very spooky... Oh, well, first of all, uh, let me uh, let me close that out by saying thank you for not losing the files. Um, yes. Very thank heroic. You. You're welcome. Um, you worked a lot. It's a good thing I you had COVID. You were supposed to be away. A bunch of us went on a, a big uh, vacation last week, and you couldn't go. Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, uh, you had to still, stay home and find prob- the files. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if, if I had gone on there, I probably still would have like brought everything. I would have been able to. I use a program called Disk Drill. Let me give a shout out to Disk Drill. Disk Drill, he says. For, for it's saving our hide. Did you pirate that program? Did no, you pay no, for I, it? I, I own it. Like, uh, well, I don't own it, but um, eh, it's. I have like a, a subscription to like an app service. Oh, and that's, and, <laughs> and that's one of the apps. You were just like, I, look, I don't want to brag. I don't want to th- look. I have a subscription <laughs> to an app service. Well, it's just like it's confusing to explain because then it's like, well, what does that mean? But basically, it means you that- said that like when you ever find out that like uh, you know someone you. No, like not very well, mm-hmm. like like a coworker or something, uh, uh-huh. comes from like is like, uh, like they have to admit that like they come from like a, a billionaire family or something. It's like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I'm actually uh, yeah, I'm yeah, a well, Kennedy. My family has a chateau there. <laughs> yeah, and they're like kind of reluctantly like, and and kind of apologetic. 
because they yeah. see the way that you live and the holes in your shoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and they and, and they're like, oh, they, you need this job, huh? Yeah, and then they then you know you start hitting them up for money. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, well, since you got all that. You know, uh, I have this investment opportunity that I've been looking for partners on lately. And then they patches for shoes. Patches for you know how your shoes get holes in them, but you don't have enough money to buy new shoes. Well, get <laughs> but this. really, I'm just hitting them up <laughs> to buy me some patches <laughs> so I can p- patch up my shoes. It's not actually a business uh, venture. Well, I'm hoping that they just volunteer. Yeah, I'll buy you a new pair of shoes. You would have to create that yeah. whole business. Um. But anyway, yeah, this uh, like the it, this subscription works out great for this kind of stuff because like every yeah you know, I don't use it all that often, but every once in a while it's like oh, I need a program that can do this, and it's like something I don't do very often, but I'm also not gonna want to spend like fifty dollars to yeah, and your five thousand dollar a month subscription uh, gives you a whole host of <laughs> five dollars a month, Tim. Okay. Uh, Damn, not bad. Let me let me see how much this program would have cost other. And you think you hear uh, the the words disk drill, and you think, oh, that sounds like the opposite. That sounds like something you would uh, buy to to destroy. Yeah, I, I think I read that Hillary Clinton used that to destroy all the uh, <laughs> the evidence of her emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe she accidentally downloaded this beforehand. Yeah. You know what, Tim? Now I'm just looking at the website. And it just says free download. <laughs> I'm getting screwed here. <laughs> I can just use this for free. Yeah, it says you can you can download free disk drill today. Wow. What the hell? No pricing information. Very little information. Well, riveting stuff, Tom. Yeah. Well, whether it's free. Oh, I think that might have been a, a fake site. That might, that might have been some kind of fake site, because I'm on a different site. Holy moly, Tim. It would have cost me $90. Wow. Otherwise. Or $500 for Enterprise if I decided we were an Enterprise. Oh, and they, yeah. sell, NF, they sell NFTs, too. So, okay, actually, never mind. Fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they, they saved, saved both our hides. So. We blew it, Tom. What? We should have... We could have cobbled together some sort of nft offering um while that window was briefly open yeah the problem is it's like uh would we have timed it right to get out at the right time we just sell the nft <laughs> no but if you sell it when it's not worth anything anymore no we would create the nft we wouldn't buy an nft we'd be like oh, hey I you see. can own an nft of like There'd be some jackass that would have spent like 70 bucks on like, hey, you can own the episode about bagels or whatever. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll send you a digital certificate and be like, yep, the, you're the, the complete guide to everything bagels episode from 2013. That's all I yours. looked into doing it. When we made the NFT episode, I was going to make an NFT of that episode. Yeah. But it, it would have cost like $50 to mint it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to spend $50. And I, I wouldn't feel good about somebody else spending $50 that we don't get. So yeah. uh, forget it. Okay. Well, maybe we should still mint it when it comes back around. Yeah. When it comes back around, when uh, when it becomes popular again, and everybody goes, no, no, no. This time they, they figured out all the hiccups. This time it's the, the real deal. Right. That's when we'll be selling our NFTs. And you should buy them. They're, they're a great investment. 
Listeners, take note. As soon as the scam thing happens again, uh, come get scammed <laughs> we'll by be us. There. And then, and then we'll take that. Get this, Tim. Then we'll take that money, invest it in NFTs. Now, Tom, you can't lose because they they just keep going up. They do. It'll be when it's popular again. Yeah, once it's popular again. Right now, or buy it now. But then, buy low, sell but then, high. When it looks like they're going to become unpopular, that's when we'll sell them. Right. Tom, this isn't a very spooky episode. Well, it is. It is to people who have lost their life savings (laughs) buying NFTs. Um, That's true. Do you think many of them listen to our show? That stinks. If they do listen to our show, that means we could have gotten part of their life savings. <laughs> we could have gotten their money. Yeah, and they probably would have felt better about it because they would have been like, well, I got swindled, but at least it was by uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of an honor in that way. Yeah, I would have drawn a picture of an ape to go with it. <laughs> but that would have been our NFTs. It would have just been drawings <laughs> you did of apes. Crude drawings of an ape by Tim. <laughs> yeah. All right. should, should have gotten in on it. Tom, it's Halloween month. What are you mm-hmm. doing to celebrate? Is it is it uh, spooky over there? You watching s- scary movies? Uh, Actually, yeah. We have been watching some scary movies. Too we scary? We watched uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Okay. It was it's a good. zombie it flick. Was, it was good, good, good. Wow. No, hey, not- Rex Reed over here. <laughs> Not a <laughs> zombie. It's uh, you would like it. It's kind of like a home invasion. Uh, Ooh, thing. yeah. I don't like, think uh, I like home invasion movies anymore. I'm, I'm afraid that my <laughs> home is going to get invaded. invaded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like a um, yeah, not like a supernatural type thing. Right. Oh, good. Um, Just so like there's there's a killer uh, type thing. You ever just watch a. Uh, the first scene of the original Scream. No. Just do oh, that. When, so it's uh, a really good scene. <laughs> Drew I Barrymore. remember it. If you don't want to watch yeah, a whole do movie. You like scary movies. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's Drew Barrymore. Hey, America's sweetheart. And you're like, oh, she's she must be the star of this movie. Yeah. She's on the poster and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's popcorn in it, Tom. It's in a the nice movie? well in the in 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 the first scene she's making jiffy pop. Yeah. That, that's how they get you. Yeah. That that's but, probably why that movie became so big. They went to all the movie theaters and they said, "Get this. First scene, character makes popcorn. Guess what all the audience is going to want right after they see that?" Yeah. Guess and guess what you guys sell? Popcorn. That's and that's why after that first scene that features the popcorn, there's just a Five minutes of blank space <laughs> where they're just yeah, like, well, just presumably a intermission. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. All right, Tom, uh, mm-hmm. should we get into the topic? At yeah, hand? let's do it. The yeah. man of the hour. Hey, the man of if that hour is a uh, 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 minute to midnight. Yeah, uh, the man who's or maybe just midnight. Yeah. I mean, an hour, it could be, uh, you know, midnight to 1 a.m. Yeah, I guess it would be still most of midnight. Yeah. Uh, Hey, let's just call him the man of the hour, and that hour is midnight. Great. Um, And then you're thinking Chris Hardwick? (laughs) Host of TV's At Midnight? 
Uh, he's a bit of a grim reaper himself, huh? Uh, no I comment. It, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the man with the bones under the robe. Uh, <laughs> Are you? You're still talking about Chris Hardwick? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I guess we all. At the end of the day, we're all bones <laughs> under a robe, are we not? <laughs> we're all men with bones under our robe. I'm talking about the Grim Reaper, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought up the man with bones under his robe, because sometimes he doesn't have anything under his robe, and that's even scarier. Yeah, he's like uh, one of those like cartoon guys. Yeah. It's like, what, it's just you darkness think is... in there. Yeah, which do you think is scarier? A Grim Reaper that's just darkness under the robe or a Grim Reaper that's a skeleton under the robe? I think like I think it's scarier when you don't know what's under the robe. Right? Okay. I so think it's the like Grim I can't Reaper, see anything, but if I took that off, there might be bones, there might not be anything at all. Yeah, to the not knowing. It's the uncertainty yeah. to me you like, that is off. You like a you like a grim reaper that leaves a little something to the imagination. Exactly. Sometimes it's what you don't see that's really sexy. <laughs> that's the most titillating of all. No, no, no. Keep the robe on. I like not knowing. Uh, Tim, the grim reaper, he's a guy. Now, is he a real guy? That I couldn't find out in my research. I mean, I've been, I've been trying to find out the same thing. I got to find yeah. an interview with him. Um, uh now, I always got him confused, and I think this might have been because of uh, Bill and Ted's Stupidity. bogus journey. Mm-hmm. I always, for a while, thought he was uh, uh, the devil. Oh, but he's not the devil in Bill and Ted's. Yeah, but he's kind of like, uh, he's in hell with them, right? Well, he knows the devil, of course, but he knows God, too, because he's the Grim Reaper, remember? Y- yeah. Oh yeah! Remember he he meets God and he tells God that they melvined him. Also, God's when I saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, I was eight years old. I did. I, I was just kind of <laughs> like, uh, this must be the devil. You you haven't seen it since then. I've seen it many times since then, and yeah, now okay. I understand that he's not the devil. Oh okay, um, yeah. He's death personified. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes he's interchangeable with just the idea of the character of death. Right. So. Which which has been around for a long time too. Yeah. So he's grim. Yeah. Because Oh, I thought it was the Grin Reaper. No, oh, because time. he smiles and he takes joy. Yeah, in, but uh, you can't you can't tell because he's a skeleton. Yeah. No, or it's he's grim. just darkness underneath there. Grim because Reaper. That makes the a lot more that he's sense. Reaping are uh rather grim, they say. Souls. Souls he's reaping. Yeah. So everybody except me, it hasn't been proven yet that I'll ever die. Um, at some point, we'll get visited know, by the Grim I know Reaper. You're, I know you're joking, but there's a part of you that thinks maybe. There's a part of everybody that thinks maybe, right? Otherwise, like, uh, what are we doing? We'd just be shuffling around depressed all the time. You're yeah, not like, um, I might be the one guy that could beat this. Yeah, somebody's somebody out there has got to be the guy that won't die. Yeah. If I was that guy, let me tell you, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be advertising it because then people exactly. are going to be like, uh, "We'll see." And then like, yeah, oh, I'll show to kill that you. guy. Yeah. He, he's uh, you know uh, 
a little too big for his britches thinking he can't die yeah, being all alive for eternity but then like still if it's like i'll show him and then like they stab me in the heart a bunch like i might not die mm-hmm. but that would hurt yeah or maybe i'm just like yeah he's not gonna die but he's just gonna be unconscious for the rest of time or whatever and then i don't get well, that, to go to that... heaven either yeah, that you're not going to heaven, but uh, that that happens to uh, like uh, Wolverine a lot because he can heal, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt when he yeah. gets hurt. Exactly. So I, I don't know what the Grim Reaper would do with a guy like that. With a guy like Wolverine, they should make a movie like that. Wolverine versus the Grim Reaper. I feel like they used to make movies a long time ago where like. Hey, let's have the Grim Reaper show up and see how he deals in this situation, right? <laughs> Name one of those movies. That, that I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 1940s, Tom. <laughs> um, well, you're thinking of uh, the Seventh Seal, where he's uh, like playing chess with a guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that... of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when <laughs> he's playing Connect Four with them. Um. So the Grim Reaper, he's been around, uh, they think, around the 14th century when the plague was, uh, you know, all the rage right. that uh, that that's when he he came into being because obviously there was a lot of death and apparently people were drawing skeletons all over the place, which you would think, hey, if everybody's dying, why don't you draw something to take your mind off of it? Why draw skeletons all over? Right. But eventually somebody drew a skeleton. They were like, what if I give the skeleton a, like a cool black robe and then also a, a scythe, 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 scythe. Um, yeah. Can I tell you my, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be one in a couple of weeks. My son. Yes. A little baby. He loves skeletons. He's all about <laughs> oh, skeletons. Oh, uh, yeah. Tim, you're going to, you're going to wind up with a real uh, Chris Angel for a son. Oh, Tom, don't get me started on Chris Angel. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about him on Books the Podcast. You're going to wind up with a, with a regular mind freak for a son. <laughs> there is also this big inflatable... Um, you know how sometimes in uh, around these neighborhoods, Tom, outside uh-huh. of like a brownstone, somebody will just have like a giant like 10-foot inflatable out for... Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a big inflatable Grim Reaper that's all uh, oh, a skeleton. It's kind of scary, and it's right like a couple doors down from my son's daycare, so we walk by it every uh-huh. day, and he's delighted by it. But it's it's <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's it scares me, and he's like, "Oh, I want to stop," and I'm like, no, "I think we should keep going though." But there's always like a crowd of kids on the way to daycare that have implored their parents to stop and like everybody just sits and looks at the big inflatable 12 foot grim reaper for five minutes uh wow school a real sign of the times yeah you know who uh runs the daycare tom chris Uh, angel (laughs) chris angel yeah I didn't even know he, he knew anything about uh, daycare or anything. Like, but it's still just a coincidence that right next door they have that uh, uh, blow-up skeleton. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, well, I think it's probably your son doesn't know that skeletons are inside bodies yet. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, I assume. Maybe does that make does, it boring? It's like oh. I don't know how we would have figured it out. Yeah, yeah it'd probably make it boring, and then you know, eventually it would it would turn into like, oh, that makes me think about how death will one day come for us all. Yeah, and now not it's my gone dad, from boring though. to scary. Yeah. Not my dad, though. As I understand it, he he tells me every night he's never going to die. <laughs> he said he might not die. <laughs> he's he's keeping it open. Yeah, just just just. I don't want to look like day. an idiot if I do die. And he's like, well, yeah, this whole thing was a lie. But but if one day your son's like ninety five years old and uh, you know you're hanging out with him, he's not gonna he's gonna be like, hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't you be dead by now? Yeah. No, I want to prepare him for that. Right. Well, son, there's uh, something I never told you. I might not die. <laughs> not sure. And like, I'll never know for sure. <laughs> right. And I, I waited until I was like 135 years old to break that news because, uh, yeah, I didn't want to get your hopes up. But yeah. uh, But at this point, it does seem like maybe your old man might not die. Yeah. And then he would be like, uh, that's, uh, you think I might not die? I'd be like, I don't know. You gotta, I'm not an expert on death. <laughs> that's what I'll yeah, tell I guess, him. I guess you're just gonna have to wait and find out. But, uh, yeah. but we can I'll hang out. What, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, you probably got a leg up on things by being my son. <laughs> you might, you might have the, that, uh, uh, eternal life gene, yeah. the gene of immortality. Or maybe not. Maybe you didn't get it. Maybe yeah. it's recessive. I mean, who knows? It, it might not happen for I might not be 135 years old having this conversation <laughs> with my 95-year-old son. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, anything's possible. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, Tom. The Grim Reaper. Death yeah. personified. You were, you, were, you were given facts, and then I started... Uh, Given color commentary. Well, I'm I was sorry. just talking about how uh, how he came about, you know, from the plague, and and he kind of looks like a plague doctor, you know those those scary looking guys with the big masks. Mm, I don't think with, I do. With, with the big creepy big nose mask, you've seen that's a what those doc- are. The freaking yeah. uh, eyes wide shut thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. The sleep no more masks. 
Yeah, kind of. But they're like bigger and all leather. And it was uh, they would put uh, like flowers and stuff in the nose of that mask. And they thought uh, just like breathing that stuff in would uh, help uh, the doctors uh, avoid getting the plague. Hmm. Which like, you know, we, we know now that's not true, but it was a good guess. Yeah, it was a decent enough guess. I mean, it's I think better, the mass it's worth a the shot. Mass did something probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh but the, the... going up to the plague doctors and being like, "Take that mask off." <laughs> <laughs> you ever I hear about was, freedom? I know I was banging pots and pans for you 6 <laughs> weeks 6 weeks ago, but now take that goddamn mask off. Um the, I the still bang Reaper... Tom, I still bang pots and pans every day. 6 p.m. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, Tim, to me, you're the true hero then. Yeah. My uh, my neighbors hate me. <laughs> um, The Grim Reaper, Tim, he's not only... So the idea is that the Grim Reaper would go around and either like point at you or touch you. Right. It, it seems like mostly... The, the funner idea is that just by like touching you with his bony finger, yeah. that, that causes you to die. Right. But he's not just that. He's not just that guy. He is also, I'd never heard this term before, a psychopomp. Psycho. Pomp. P-O-M-P. Pomp. Ooh. But but it's one word, psychopomp. Okay. And what does that mean? A, a psychopomp is a guide to the next life. So he's helpful. So, Yeah. And if you think about it, in a lot of the popular depictions you've seen of him, it's like he touches somebody and, you know, they die. But then he's like beckons to them or something. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, soul, you know, come with me. Come on. I'm going to introduce you to the This is when he's reaping the soul. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to introduce you to the God and devil. And uh, you you could figure out which one you'd you'd rather go with. I can't. I, I have to be impartial. Uh, he is know, impartial. He's you. not. He's not a like. Is he employed <laughs> by like? Is this a situation where mm-hmm. like, um, God and the devil are like, all right, we need this guy. <clears throat> we'll split his salary. Yeah. Um, like, Neither of us can afford joint, him by ourselves. Yeah. This is a joint venture. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. t- we're usually rivals, but right, right now, like, we had to come together for this. It's in our best interest to cooperate. Yeah. And, Hey, he's the only guy that can do the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, according to mythology.net, and it sounds like they would know, hmm? uh, some people might think that the Reaper, like an assassin, is despicable because he ends lives without so much as a flinch. But there's an important difference. Assassins kill people without caring about their fate. The Reaper kills people because it is their fate to die. In many ways, his work is beneficial. He ends suffering for people who are old or sick, and he prevents overpopulation. (laughs) Preventing overpopulation is a funny thing for, uh, like, mythology people to to be into. (laughs) Look, if it weren't for the Grim Reaper, every person who's ever lived would still be on this planet. That'd be too many people. I mean, that's true. Yeah. If that started happening... Right, if the Grim mm-hmm. Reaper, uh, uh, death takes a holiday, it becomes real life, right? Uh, <clears throat> and the Grim Reaper, people stop dying. Do you think at some point people will be like, we should probably stop having babies? 
<laughs> uh, well, it depends. Now, would people still be able to get like very, very hurt? I see. That's what I think. I think maybe. <laughs> like if somebody got like, you know, run over by a steamroller, would they still be alive, though? Yeah, I don't Even think though, like, cartoon rules would s- certainly would like suddenly come into like it wouldn't well, be like. And that's I'm not saying that they would pop up like they were two dimensional and start walking down the street like a shower curtain all of a sudden. <laughs> How much better would the would the world be <laughs> if it were if a that cartoon? happened when you uh, when you got run over by a steamroller? No, but I'm saying like they get run over by a steamroller and it's like eh, we still we got like take this guy to the hospital now <clears throat> and like put him on morphine, even though he's just kind of like a big clump of uh, like smashed bones and skin. Right. But, uh, you know, the Grim Reaper took a holiday. So until he comes back from Acapulco, we got to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pump this guy full of drugs because this is un- unimaginably painful being smashed right. into a pancake. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why we need the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And same thing this people that are old. This is paid handsomely. Yeah. Uh but but my point there was just that uh you know, he he's just doing a job. He's he's indiscriminate, but not in a bad way. It's just like, look, it's your fate to die and I'm the guy that's, you know, got to deliver the bad news to you. Hey, don't don't shoot the messenger. Right. Uh because in this case under the robes I'm either bones or just darkness. darkness, So what's the bullet even going to do? A few stories describe heroes. You can shoot. You can break bones. Has anybody ever tried breaking mm. the Grim Reaper's bones? I think if you touches, I think it's probably he touches you with his bony finger to kill you. What about an aluminum bat? Does that transfer? Uh, maybe not if you had like a rubber handle or you're wearing like wearing dishwashing gloves. gloves. Yeah, <laughs> dishwashing <laughs> gloves. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, because they're all rubber, Tim. They won't conduct. Rubber. <laughs> um, but uh, a few stories describe heroes who have managed to trick the Grim Reaper or convince him not to take their souls. <clears throat> In some cases, the Reaper has even given people talismans that made them immortal. I mean, come on. Are we meant to believe that that's happened? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. That it's like if he comes for you. I mean, again, that's the famous, uh, <clears throat> you know, that's the seven. Sorry, I'm coughing. COVID-19 still. Right. I, I don't, but I still have a cough. Anyway, um, the idea of Do you think you'll have that cough for the rest of your life? <laughs> you might. Uh you know, that uh, uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey and the seventh seal, the idea of like challenging the Grim Reaper to a game, chess or Connect Four or Twister or Battleship. And if you win, you uh, you get to keep your soul, you get to live. But then, you know, you might be able to do double or nothing with him. And then if you win that, you get a talisman. You know, he's got some little trinket he gives you. Right. And, uh, and you're immortal from then on. That'd right. be pretty cool. Unless you lose the talisman, of course. So I feel like that's fair. That adds a little risk to if the you equation. you lose that talisman, what a jackass. <laughs> if you had a, a talisman that made you immortal mm. and you couldn't use it, would you try to get it sewn inside your body? 
Yeah, probably. Right? Because otherwise, but, I'd be too afraid to go on roller coasters from then on. <laughs> That's true. You had to leave it in the locker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, what if somebody offers to sew it inside your body and they're like, we're going to need to put you out for a minute to do it? Oh, no. Forget it. I'll do it myself then. Yeah. I just don't know where to put it where it wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> I mean, if I'm a mortal, who cares, right? Shove it wherever. Yeah. I mean, there's probably still places you don't want it. Because it would hurt. Yeah. It depends on how big the talisman is, you know? Uh, that might be the, you know, <laughs> uh, the curse of the genie or whatever. What, what is the thing? Yeah. The, mon- uh, the monkey's paw? Yeah. yeah. You, you get the talisman and it's like, uh, you know, the size of a telephone pole. You got to right. carry that around with you the rest of your life. Uh, I don't think that'd be worth it. Or every time I thought I felt death coming on, I'd just run back to the... To like- <laughs> Well, that well, that's the other question, Tim. Are we talking the kind of talisman where it it prevents you from dying of old age, but like once you lose it, then all of a sudden you rapidly age to being like two hundred years uh, old and you're gonna drop dead right away. Yeah. It does depend on if it's one of those types of talisman <laughs> or not. These look, I'm just telling you, these are questions you need to ask the Grim Reaper. Is it one of these talismen where I'm gonna die of old age if I lose it? And how big is the talisman? Is it big enough? Is it small enough that I can get it sewn inside my body without having to be put under anesthesia first? Right. Standard questions. Is it? Is do it they, the kind of... Do, do they address that on <clears throat> mythology.net? You know what? They they didn't get into it. They, they left it very vague here about these uh, immortality talismans. Uh, Tim, let me. T- can I tell you about another famous psychopomp, a new psychopomp that's roaming the streets? Is it uh, the Slender Man? No, you will never guess who this is. Who this psychopomp is? All right, then uh, let's not waste time. Let's get right to it. It's Slender Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paddington Bear, Tim. Oh, he took the Queen. To yeah. uh, to heaven. That, and that that's a psychopomp. You know, there was a lot of artwork and stuff depicting uh, uh, Paddington Bear being the one that led uh, Queen Elizabeth II into heaven, uh, which implies that Paddington's dead or not dead, but like a supernatural creature, I which mean, I he's guess a... he's a talking bear. That's yeah. pretty where's clothes he, and hey, everything. Tom, did you think he was normal? No, he's twisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess maybe Paddington Bear is more twisted than I thought. Yeah, he's more twisted than the Joker himself. Yeah, look, look at if, if Paddington Bear is looking, if he's reaching out to touch you with a finger, uh, you might think, oh, that's nice. He looks nice and cuddly. I'll give him a nice big hug. But uh, look out. Uh, that could be the touch of death. Right. Have you ever seen these Paddington Bear movies? No. Have you? No, and uh, you know everybody says they're phenomenal, especially yeah. the second one. Yeah, and the thing is, look, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the second one without watching the first one, even though- Of course like, not. You'll be completely lost. And then the other thing is like- <laughs> You won't see how he became the new Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's explained in the first movie. Do you feel this about Paddington too? Like, like everybody I know who's seen it says it's fantastic, but it's kind of like- yeah. I'm sure I'll think it's fantastic, but like I don't want to sit through it, <laughs> right? Because well, it's gonna then, be like, uh, I get it. Like, hey, if we're talking talking teddy it. bears, give me Ted too, right? 
Uh, give me Teddy Ruxpin. Ooh, yeah. The original talking bear. Sure, he t- he had to put a video, uh, an audio cassette in his back, but yeah, that was only uh, technology available at the time. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I was jealous. I never had a Teddy Ruxpin. I'd have to go to a friend's house, and my <clears throat> friend was over Teddy Ruxpin at the time, so she was just oh. like, "Yeah, I don't want to play with Teddy Ruxpin." So You're like, oh, come, come on, how about for Tim? Throw, throw the tape on. <laughs> Uh, I was into Teddy Ruxpin. I had a Teddy Ruxpin. I had Teddy Ruxpin, and then I had uh, like little Teddy Ruxpin uh, figures. Yeah, oh, I mean, if the mouth doesn't move and he doesn't talk, the figure, like the character itself, is kind of lame, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember watching the cartoon religiously. I couldn't tell you what happened in the cartoon, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know. It's probably no better or worse than any of the other cartoons that were made to sell toys that. Yeah. Uh, were, that worked were on you. Time. Um, yeah. How many hours of our lives have we spent just like watching things that we have no recollection of whatsoever? <laughs> I've watched so many episodes in like the last couple of years of Guy's Grocery Games, and I like Guy Fieri. <laughs> I couldn't name you one dish that a contestant uh-huh. has made on that show, and all it is is like you know people battling it out to make dishes to make food yeah uh shrimp scampi anybody ever make that on there probably but like they probably had to use like flaming hot cheetos to make it or something you know oh it's like one of those type things anyway uh (laughs) i just feel like we've lost a lot of hours to the the old idiot box tom yeah uh well to to finish up uh what I was gonna say about paying to bear uh which I mean I probably could have just finished it up but I didn't know this that I guess uh uh mourners left in lieu of the co- uh the ritual of leaving a coin to pay Charon who's like a uh like a, a Greek mythology god of death. Right. Uh, mourners left marmalade sandwiches at the gates of Buckingham Palace. Right. That bear loves marmalade sandwiches, Tom. Yeah, I I bet the I bet like the guards who have to clean all that stuff up was like, oh man, this is great. The queen died. I'm gonna have to clean up all those coins. But guess what? I'm gonna keep those coins. And they show up to work, and it's just a bunch of marmalade sandwiches. He's like, oh, this is more marmalade sandwiches than I could ever eat in a day. Yeah, you take it home. You have a marmalade <laughs> feast. You and all your buddies in your big uh, furry hats. <laughs> Put your furry hats on. You eat a bunch of marmalade sandwiches you picked up off the street yeah. after they've been there all day. Plus that, um, you know, that old lady that was mean to you all the time is uh, <laughs> not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that old lady who wouldn't let you talk to anyone. <laughs> um, Tim, when she fan- died, was the spell broken? Did they all start talking? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. It might have been over for like a few minutes, but then like King Charles, you know, made a new spell. Yeah. So they couldn't talk again. Tim, another famous psychopomp. Actually, no, not psychopomp. A famous depiction we we talked about the seventh seal. We talked about Bill and Ted's bogus journey, but another famous depiction of death, the grim reaper in the movie meet Joe black. Yeah. Starring Brad Pitt, starring Brad Pitt as a guy who gets hit by a bunch of cars 
Right. And then the the Grim Reaper takes over his body and is like, hey, this is pretty cool. I got Brad Pitt's body. I'm going to go find that girl he was just flirting with in a coffee shop and uh, get her to fall in love with me. Right. This is a take on um, the aforementioned Death Takes a Holiday. Oh, is it? Yeah. I never saw Death Takes a Holiday. I never saw Death Takes a Holiday or Meet Joe Black, but um, <laughs> I have access to the internet and I'm reading this. I I don't think Meet Joe Black played with the idea of that people weren't dying while this was happening. Right. Which I feel like is usually kind of the trope in these stories where it's like, well, look, now people aren't dying and they're people suffering and, and all this. And that's like, ah, I got to get back to work. Yeah. And you realize, oh, death isn't that bad. He's just a guy doing a job. But he's, um, he's just a working. He's a blue collar guy. We should support him. He's the salt of the earth. <laughs> Uh, Meet Joe Black made a lot more money than I expected it to. And you know why? Because it had the Phantom Menace trailer attached to yeah. it. It was so. it was one of those movies. So a lot of people were going to see that. I mean, you were talking about people, you know, how how many things we've seen that we have no recollection of. What about the people that bought a ticket to Meet Joe Black because they were so excited to see the Phantom Menace that then after they saw the Phantom Menace were like, I shouldn't have bought two movie tickets to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they probably remember the feeling of going and seeing like the first new Star Wars trailer. Yeah, more all, than the movie. In, like in years, and then um, getting up and it leaving was, it was before Beach Joe Black trailer. started. Yeah, did it go? Yeah, and it was like, whoa, this is what the movie's gonna be like? Yeah. I'm in. But I don't think I don't think those guys stuck around. I think they like decamped to no, the that's what it to said, the diner for milkshakes yeah. and uh you know Their moms pouring pick over. Them up. Yeah. Because there was no YouTube back then. You to if a yeah. movie trailer came out, sometimes they'd play it on TV. I bet people mm-hmm. got real mad at Siskel and Ebert because, like, I bet Siskel and Ebert like showed part of the trailer during their review, but like not the whole trailer. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. And they were like, "Nah, show the whole trailer. I want to hear what a, what you guys think about it." Um, there was, though, I want to say it was maybe right around that time when it started that uh, Apple dot com had like QuickTime trailers, and that was a big thing in 1999. Yeah, or like maybe maybe a few years later. Right. That it was like, oh, you can watch a movie trailer on the computer. You know, it was way before YouTube and everything. Yeah. And it was like, you're telling me all I have to do is spend three hours downloading this tiny little postage stamp size video and I can enjoy this trailer anytime I want? Dedicate half my hard drive to it? Yeah, that's the beginning of the end. I don't think there should be trailers <laughs> online. I think you should have to buy a movie ticket to see a trailer or like wait for the TV commercial or something. Yeah. You well, know, I, mean, tra- I, I, <laughs> I agree. Did you hear Did you hear about this uh, conversation that, uh, what's her name, Ghislaine Maxwell had with e- Elon Musk? Where no. She, uh, she was just like, do you think <laughs> <She> you're... <laughs> She was telling him there shouldn't be movie trailers online anymore. <laughs> Honestly, like she went a little bit uh, more. Uh, she she asked him if he thought he was powerful and rich enough 
to uh, destroy the internet and encouraged <laughs> him to do it. Like, be like, wow. hey, it would be better if there was no internet, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that that way people can't keep track, keep tabs of what me and my buddy are up to. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm aligned with her on uh, the <laughs> destroying the internet part. That, but that's all. That's all. She and I. That's, that's the only common goal we have. Uh, Tim, I was also reading about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna break the internet one day, Tom. Show my butt on it. <laughs> I was reading about Meet Joe Black. I didn't know that apparently, at at least at one point, it sounds like maybe around this point, like the late 90s, it was common that when they would make like a TV or a um, movie or a uh, plane version, airplane version of a movie. Right. That the directors would not want to have their name on that. So they would uh, be an Alan Smithy. Uh-huh. So if if you saw Meet Joe Black on a plane, it was directed by Alan Smithy. But right. if you saw it in the movie theaters, it was directed by a name a man named Martin Brest. Yeah, Martin Brest is like a uh, a famous. I know you're. We want to laugh at the name Brest, <laughs> but like he's a he's a he's a famous. Uh, That's a re- change your name, man. That's <laughs> look, Tim. That's probably why this guy hasn't worked a lot lately. Martin Brest? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's alive. I don't know if he's well. He's alive, but I didn't see a lot of stuff on IMDb just because people probably see him on the call sheet and they go, oh, boy. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that came out 35 years ago. Yeah, I mean, Martin Brest is older than us. Yeah. He was born 30 years before you. He's not getting work because his last name is Brest. should change it. Midnight Run, Scent of a Woman, Geely. Uh, you know what else Alan Smithy directed? Uh, burn Hollywood, Burn, an Alan Smithy movie. Yes, but uh, the TV version of uh, Heat. Oh, really? Yeah, Michael, Michael Mann, Mann did didn't... not want his name on it. Hmm. So imagine watching Heat on TV and being like, Hey, this Alan Smithy is a good director. I'm gonna find <laughs> out some other things he made. Yeah, and then you and watch then, him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you you wind up just seeing a bunch of bad movies, and you're like, oh, I guess Heat was just a fluke. It was it was weirdly not violent though, considering uh, all the guns in the movie. That 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 seemed odd to me. Tom, mm-hmm. you can be a king or a str- a sweet. Uh, let me let me start over. <laughs> You can be a king or a street sweeper, but everybody dances with the Grim Reaper. I don't think that's how it went. Tom, (laughs) did you Uh think I was quoting Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? (laughs) Yeah. No, because that was, you might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you dance with the Reaper. Reaper. But the former thing, the first thing Mm -hmm. I said... Yeah. Uh, were the final words of uh, Robert Alton Harris, a murderer okay. executed in 1992 for murdering two <laughs> teenage boys. Um, and his last words were incorrectly quoting <laughs> Bill and Ted's book, His <laughs> Journey. But also, yeah. um, his last meal, 21-piece bucket of KFC, Two large Domino's pizzas, 
uh, bag of jelly beans, six pack of Pepsi, and a pack of Camel cigarettes. Ah. That didn't kill him. Uh, <laughs> but could you imagine he, he, being was, like, he was begging he was begging for the chair after that meal could you be, imagine being in on death row from 1979 to 1992 and then just like somehow seeing bill and Ted yeah, how did his he journey see and being like hey i'm gonna use that <laughs> that line that's a great those are great last words for me um and yeah. then also the full circle of He's executed for murdering two teen, two teenage yeah, boys. Yeah, like Bill and Ted. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on with this Robert Alton Harris guy. Um, you think he saw the movie in jail somehow, or like somebody just like told him about it over the phone? I think you can see movies, right? I mean, maybe not first run. It's Death not like Row. the it's not like the White House where it's like. If you're like you get like get movies first, <laughs> yeah. that'd be fucked up if that were the way it worked. You'd be it's like, well, first, petty crimes all the time to see the well, next first, first the president movie. and prisoners get to see new movies. <laughs> yeah. Then it goes to the theaters. You know, when like uh, uh, like an old man like goes into a bank and like mm. nominally robs the bank because he's sick and needs health care oh, yeah. and wants to go to jail. Yeah. You would do that before a new Marvel movie came out. Uh, <laughs> every, every, yeah. every every three months, you'd be like, I, this I'd be is a holdup. A, a <laughs> yeah. note, uh, I'm st- I demand $1 or else yeah. I'm going to shoot you. Take you in and you could uh, be like, uh, Iron Man 6, please. <laughs> Uh well, Tim, uh we've talked a lot about the Grim Reaper. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? You got more things to say about uh old Grim? Not really. Yeah. I mostly I, read I about this Robert Elton Harris character. Yeah, I wonder it'll be <laughs> what it'll be like when you when you meet him. Yeah. It's something I, I might never ever know about. <laughs> yeah, he is a man you might never know about. But maybe I'll meet him and it'll be like, look, uh, it'll be like a reverse uh, Richard Marks situation where it'll be like, I did listen to your episode. I was, somebody tagged me on Twitter. Right. And uh, you know what? I liked it, guys. You, you, you back me up. You, you said it's not my fault. That's a common misconception. I'm glad you, you helped get that out there. Now take this talisman. <laughs> it, it, it is unfortunately the size of a telephone pole but as long as it is in your possession uh you cannot die if you like the show you can find out more at tcgte.com you can find all our social media links there you can follow me on social media at tom reynolds on instagram and twitter follow me at your pal tim uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Halloween month happens on Patreon, too. It's not just happening here, of course. Uh, and we're reading a bunch of scary short stories. Last week, we read uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. This week, we read Abraham's Sons by uh, Joe Hill about uh, uh, Abraham Van Helsing's sons. You the, the just guy- ruined the twist. The mid, no, the that's mid not the twist. story twist. Yeah, it's like I, I, I guess it's the mid story twist, but it's like that's why I wanted to read it because I knew it's about Van Helsing. Uh, but yeah, the 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 Joker to the Dracula's Batman, Van Helsing. Right. Um. Yeah. 
we discussed that and uh, the slap and the try guys. <laughs> and I think probably this week we'll be discussing Chris Angel as well. <laughs> we, we just might. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can, you can find all that and more, all the back episodes too. If you join the Patreon, don't go in the comments and tell me that the slap was faked. <laughs> Tim, you can't address this twice in one week. I'm you just, ended last. You ended I, last week's episode saying, "Don't say the slap is fake. That's offensive to me." It, it is. It's. Have and some you respect. weren't joking. It was. It was. I know. I've been thinking you. about it all week. I think because you. I think, Tim, much like the try guy who became a wife guy, I'm afraid you might be becoming a slap guy. <laughs> I am absolutely a slap guy. <laughs> this is going to turn into your whole personality, just being a guy that really liked the time Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. And then if people like question the slap, you see that as them like questioning you and uh, uh, whether you deserve to live or not. A large part of my identity is wrapped up in the slap. Yeah, exactly. Whether <laughs> I deserve to Guess what? Whether I deserve to live or not, irrelevant, because uh, it's going to happen in a, forever. <laughs> um, so yeah, patreon.com slash complete guide. You can listen to Tim just sinking into the, the severe mental illness over the slap. <laughs> over his enthusiasm around the slap. Um, everybody yeah. loves the slap. Oh, everybody loves the slap, Tom. Uh, yeah. You got anything else to say about? Uh, I have a question. Uh, the, the The Grim Reaper he also sometimes carries around an hourglass. Yeah. That's how he keeps track of time. Yeah, symbolizing the. Uh, we're all on the. Cl- most people are on the clock. Most people, uh, and he he rides around on a white horse sometimes. Yeah, which symbolizing. Is the white horse named Death. I thought it was cocaine. Yeah, well, that's a different. That's white why he's horse. so Some, skinny. That's the yeah. <laughs> that is why he's uh, bone thin. Um, at any point in your life, were you afraid <laughs> of the Grim Reaper? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, I've uh, at uh, most points of my life, I've been afraid of death, but no, I've never, I mean, uh, constant, s- right? I've never specifically been afraid of the Grim Reaper, though. No. I was just, for a while, when I was young, just never clear on if he was a real guy or not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, because then a lot of times it's like only the person who's going to die can see him. Yeah, and like and maybe like that some, checks out. Do you have all these like theories that like... Mm-hmm. When you're about to die, like you're perceiving thing, like you might see the Grim Reaper or like other things, like you know, you have you have a little bit of clarity as to like uh, what's really going on. Yeah, I mean that there are lots of people that think like you know kids and then people who are dying. It's like the veil kind of drops a little yeah. bit, and you you get to see what reality actually is. It's a shame I'll never experience that. Well, whether you do or not, Tim, I, I do think you should join this religion I'm starting. It has a lot of these ideas as a part of it. I told you. I've told you a, 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 a dozen times, Tom. I'm enthusiastically signing on. <laughs> All right. Uh, first meetings uh, this Sunday. It's during uh, uh, regular church hours, so I hope that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's okay. 
I have to do that to make sure people aren't double dipping going to two different churches. Yeah. Um, do you, <laughs> look, I don't want to tell this story again, but does this involve <laughs> going to the other church pretending to uh, eat the uh, Eucharist? Eucharist. And then uh, taking it to the woods and peeing on it the way that that, uh, that man at Deacon our, told us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't involve, it, it's not that, uh, complex. It's, okay. you know, it's do we get to pee on anything? The uh, in the woods? you're allowed to, you're allowed, it happens in the woods, my religion. Yeah. And, uh, y- there are optional things you can pee on that, uh, you know, aren't, aren't people or other religious symbols. It's just a log. It's, you know, we designate one log to, for everybody to pee on that way piss doesn't get all over the place nice i love i love a religion with a piss log (laughs) all right we'll see you next week that was a headgum podcast